0: Welcome to Potadelphia, My name is Dave Diorio. You can find me on Twitter at fat underscore lobster, and I'm joined by two guys. Only one of whom can be considered an expert. What's up, Gene and Dr. Keith Heck?
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, thanks for being on, man. Appreciate it. This has been a uh, this has been a wild week. So we we uh, we put up the the doc signal. and needed to get you on the show
1: yeah yeah i'm happy to be here so uh fire away see see what i can uh, contribute here gene are you ready for
2: this
0: i uh I, are you prepared do you have your plastic rib guards on
2: yeah i i made sure that i adjusted my flak jacket as i was not on camera when i did that so i don't want to spread any rumors of
0: okay any all right sort of because the hits are coming um. All right. Well, I mean, like, let's start at the top. Let's start with the two receivers, Deshaun Jackson and Alshon Jeffrey. That's like the, the they're probably the the two headliners right now that are mm-hmm. that are out of out. They were out of the game on Sunday, and what is going to happen with these guys? You know, against Detroit, and then what do we have a we have a Thursday game against Green Bay coming up also, right? Right. So, what's the status with these? What what is the injuries first off?
1: So, I guess we'll we'll start with um, Alshon. Looks like he has a uh, a calf strain. Um, which is kind of a pull of a muscle, and, you know, below your knee, and the, a muscle called your gastrocnemius. And uh, not sure how he did it or what play he did it on, but it looks like he's potentially out for a couple of weeks. The, the last I th- heard, to correct me if I'm wrong, um, but you know, th- this is something I think is going to potentially linger for, for a little bit. So hopefully he's back in two weeks. Hopefully it's just very very mild. Um, but you know, with these things, you just never know if you can re-aggravate it and he's going to be out, you know, a couple more weeks after that, who, who knows, but you know, certainly holding my breath when I watch him play a little bit, is, <laughs> a little is, bit.
2: Is that usually a contact injury or can that happen just running around?
1: No, it's usually non-contact. It's usually from either a sudden burst or of acceleration or deceleration. The kind of, um, you know, contracts the muscle in a way where the muscle kind of elongates instead of kind of gets a little bit smaller, and it's just a sudden contraction where the muscle fibers just kind of tear. So it's typically non-contact.
0: And what's the uh, what's the rehab for this? Just rest.
1: It's going to be rest, and uh, you know, there's going to be some PT to associated with it, some uh, kind of you know stretching exercises, some strengthening, and some deep tissue work to release some of the scar tissue to get that area to heal and get it a little bit stronger. Um, and ready for a couple of weeks. But, uh, you know, these things are kind of like hamstring injuries where, you know, it's the further you get out from not aggravating the injury, the, the better off you are. But the first couple of weeks when he returns, I think there is a, certainly a little bit of a risk that it's going to, um, you know, re-injure itself kind of similar to, to Goddard who was dealing with a similar type of injury in the preseason. And, uh, you know, he became healthy enough to come back for the first game. But you see, it didn't didn't take long for him to re-aggravate it. So that's kind of my concern for him, for uh, Alshon, that is.
2: Now, uh, I think at the press conference Monday, Coach said that uh, had it been a a playoff game, or I think he actually used the term, had it been a must-win game, that uh, they might have tried to tough it out. Uh, Is that the kind of thing that would have been really bad, or, you know, had they tried to play an entire game on it uh, in Week 2? Do you think that... It was probably smart to to shut it down and not uh, not push it, even though uh, you know it was certainly a close game, and we could have used them.
1: Yeah, I absolutely think it was the right move and smart move not to push through something like that. You know, he certainly could make matters worse um, and make a you know maybe a mild strain into a moderate or severe strain, which would take a lot longer to come back, and then you kind of miss you know a lot more time. You know, which you know, they can use them. You know, if they only miss them for two weeks, great, but you know six to eight weeks would be you know a pretty significant impact. And even if they, he tried to push through it, I, I don't know how effective he would be, you know, with that type of injury and the kind of sport and position that he plays um, that kind of relies on, you know, sudden bursts and cuts to, you know, get himself open and be an effective wide receiver. So even if he did play, I don't know how effective he would have been. Uh,
0: so so that that was going to be one of my other questions. Can you you can st- strain it further, right? Like it's not something that's like, well, will will get any worse if you could just fight through the pain. It's it is what it is. No, it can get
1: worse so, certainly can get it you know make it worse for sure hmm all right
0: uh because it's like real tempting to, f- to think like we could get these guys back this yeah. week like can not you just come on just come on get back this week but
2: well chris collingsworth uh, suggests that uh they should all play through injury as uh decoys that that should be the the strategy
1: yeah i, I don't know if they'd be fooling many people with that type of injury as a decoy so uh you know um you know Ronald Darby's coming off an ACL he wasn't quite the decoy on you know Sunday night they were, they were going at him pretty good so <laughs> uh all
0: right so well you mentioned Dallas Goddard so you want to just flip over to him next uh calf issue also
1: yeah seems like the same type of injury that uh that Alshon's going through now um you know obviously age doesn't discriminate here he's a young guy now sean is i think is a guy over age of 30 at this point but uh you know you would i I don't know the specifics and what the grade of injury is but you would hope goddard would be since he's younger be able to heal a little bit quicker but it's really the calf injuries hamstring injuries are just really hard to predict um you know they're kind of week to week type of injuries and you know a lot of calf injuries can even linger up to six weeks or or so so um you know it's uh you know hopefully hopefully alshon it is only a couple of weeks and and when he comes back he's fully healthy but um you know i think that these guys are, are probably pushing the envelope a little bit and you know he'll, he'll probably come back or a lot of these guys come back and they feel you know 80 percent, and that's just something that's going to linger throughout the season hopefully that's not the case but you know, that wouldn't be unheard of at this point all
0: right and uh deshaun jackson it's got a groin injury.
1: Yeah, yeah I saw that. <laughs> I think initially it was you know or it's stated. an
0: abdominal thing. They they revised that yeah. to like an abdominal strain.
1: Well, well, here here's my concern when you know with those terminologies, when you think of a groin strain, you think of a muscle called an adductor, which is <clears throat> kind of you know a nagging type of injury as well. But then they kind of throw an abdominal strain. Well, you know the in-between there between abdominal strain and groin strain makes you think potential sports hernia arena um you know because the uh, abdominal strain is a strain typically um you know it doesn't sound like an oblique strain so if it's not an oblique strain if it's in the groin and they consider an abdominal strain it's where the your six-pack muscles attach to that pubic bone and then right kind of who's six-pack your six pack, yeah, your six pack. I've been on the beach with you, Dave. So I, 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 could, I could, I could attest to that. Um, but his, uh, the six pack muscles kind of attach down to the pubic bone, but also those groin muscles attach kind of right adjacent to it. So for them to initially say groin strain and then say abdominal strain, you know, obviously that you know his pain location pretty, stayed pretty constant. But I'm assuming it's kind of right in that pubic region, which is and, you know, a lot of times that sports hernia region. So that, that's kind of you know, raised my eyebrows when I did see abdominal strain um, today. But I'm always speculating. But with those turns being thrown out there, I, I would imagine that's the region of the body that they're dealing with right now.
2: That's the famous you know, this, injury that really did in Donovan McNabb that uh, that one season, right? I,
1: I, yeah, yeah. A lot of guys, you know, they they, they manage it through the season with you know. For specifically talking about sports hernia, a lot of these guys try to manage through the season as best they can, and then typically after the season, they end up getting surgery to to fix it. Um, so it's just one of those things that it could linger for for Deshaun, and, and I think he's, you know, he may have a history of some soft tissue issues, and you know, he's he's no spring chicken either, and he relies on explosiveness, so. Um, hopefully all this stuff with these guys are just <clears throat> mild strains and they're just going to take two weeks and, and they're, they're back to normal but um, it's certainly worth something you know keeping an eye on uh, now is that something i just from running yeah I think there's a couple of different mechanisms I mean and it could be, be kind of a chronic overuse type of injury or there could be a, a sudden <clears throat> tear to that region from you know either sprinting and sudden deceleration and cutting um, so it, it could be uh, contact or or more or less um, chronic overuse or sudden acute injury. So it, the mechanism is, is either or. And I think it sounds like for him it was more of an acute type of pull in that region during the game.
0: Okay, um, now some other injuries. Uh, Corey Clement injured his pride on that fumble Uh, <laughs> the second half kickoff. Uh, how yeah. long will it take for his pride to recover from that? Uh,
1: everything I read, it, it looks like it's going to be two weeks now. <clears throat> Looking at him and how he ran out the field, it, it kind of almost looked like he dislocated his shoulder a little bit. So I heard it. they, they did an MRI um, today, and I guess based off that MRI, they say it was a couple weeks out. So, um, you know, he may have had a you know, relatively simple dislocation where nothing was torn and he just kind of popped back in. I, you know, I, I speculate that that's kind of the way he fell You know, with his arm position looks like it could have been a possible you know dislocation and he has a history of dislocations where you know that shoulder joint's pretty loose um and he doesn't tear anything usually you can come back within a few weeks
0: okay um malik jackson uh we know we know he's out for the season but who is liz frank (laughs) so, <laughs> is this like, a, a mistress of his? Did uh,
1: <laughs> you slide into her DMs? Who, who is Liz Frank? Yeah, yeah. So, so Liz Frank is actually, um, you know, correct me if I'm wrong. Now you're really testing me. I wasn't ex- expecting to <laughs> ask this question, but uh, fortunately, I do know the answer. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Liz Frank was a, a French s- surgeon in uh, for na- Napoleon uh, back in God knows whenever Napoleon was ruling France. But uh, you know th- these. French soldiers were riding the horses and their foot was getting caught in the stirrups of the horses. And a lot of them were, were kind of out of commission and nobody understood why that these guys with a seemingly simple foot sprain couldn't put any weight on it and couldn't return to the, to the battlefield. And there's a uh, French, French surgeon. And, and I think it's, you know, was Liz Frank um, kind of discovered the I guess pathology and the underlying injury as to what's causing the issue. So that's kind of where it all originates. Yeah. So it's cool. French, French. Right, but, but like he'll be fine next season. He, well, I mean, <laughs> yes, he will return. Um, you know, that, that's a tough injury to have. You know, the, the Liz Frank joint in the foot um, is kind of the keystone part of the the, the, the midfoot bone. So you know, if, if that becomes fractured or if you have a tear of the ligament, there's a lot of different degrees of injury. So you can either tear the ligament, ligament or you can either fracture and tear the ligament. So it sounds like he may have had a fracture and dislocation, which is a pretty complex injury. Um, so, yeah, these guys are pretty athletic, and, you know, he, he should be able to return. I just don't know to, to what level because he's a 300-pound man <laughs> putting a ton of weight on that foot. So uh, that, that, that's a tough injury, and, and, and that could end some people's careers.
0: And is that is that a surgery situation?
1: Yep, that is an absolute surgery surgical situation. Man, foot surgery. Yeah that, that's a tough one. That that's that's worse than the Daunted Jones fracture in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Uh
0: last one on my list is someone who may be coming back soon uh, Nate Sudfeld.
1: Oh Nate Sudfeld. So he uh he looks like I think he had a wrist fracture. Um it was his non-throwing hands. You know, it looks like that that should be a 4 to 6 week type of injury for for him, especially if it's non-throwing hands. So, uh, I guess I was four weeks ago that he did it or maybe even a month pretty early in the preseason. Yeah. So
0: a oh, first preseason
1: game. So yeah, yeah. Pre-
0: over a month. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So he, he should be good, you know, especially it's his non-throwing hand, which, which I believe it is. All right. So
0: um, just your opinion here. If, uh, if Nate's back and Carson goes down, who, who are you handing the ball to? Oh, uh, um, I mean, what's his
1: name? Uh, who's Josh. Yeah. Josh, he looked pretty good. You know, in that drive against Atlanta he did
0: Um, he did but you know what i heard people saying it's like because he was with all of his buddies in the backup squad who he gets all his reps with
1: yeah i mean that's the receivers that he has a you know relationship with well at the current pace he's gonna be probably be playing with a bunch of backups regardless with all these guys being (laughs) injured so i mean you'll feel right at home um yeah that's a tough call i do like sudfeld but i haven't seen enough of him to say you know he's the the next nick Foles here you know but uh I would go with experience over, over Sudfeld at this point, but that's just my own personal opinion.
0: Gene, do you know what the line is for the uh, Eagles-Lions game on Thursday?
2: Uh, I don't know off the top of my head. But... Do you want
0: to go, go like Ben Simmons? Guess the lines.
2: Yeah. How about I uh, – Come I'm... on, Gene. You know what the lines are? So it's a home game. That's going to give you – I'm going to say it's five and a half.
0: Uh, it's, uh, it's actually six and a half, and I had six, so I get the point. Um. So, I mean, what do you guys think? Are you guys gonna take the birds
1: laying uh, six and a half? They're gonna smoke them. Oh yeah. Yeah, they're gonna come out. They're gonna be angry. All right. Regardless of who's playing, they're gonna be angry. Are we gonna get some?
0: Are we gonna be able to run the ball this week? For crying out loud.
1: You know, it, th- that's just Doug's ML. Usually, you know, he he'll, he'll, he'll not run the ball the first few games, and then he'll have a come to Jesus moment. Is the and
0: offensive line gonna uh, like? Get a corner him in his office and go. Yeah,
1: Jordan Howard should be with those guys too. Just feed him the ball. You know, Miles Sanders. He's uh, you know, he he hasn't been that impressive thus far.
2: Get a little and happy I, feet. A little happy feet.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, maybe he's he's he's, he's getting adjusted. But I would just roll with uh, Jordan Howard and then uh, go from there. Yeah, not to steal
0: too much thunder from uh, from Sunday's show, but this could all be resolved by them. Would you guys? uh, Give up the two number ones for Jalen. Uh, uh, Jalen, I have Jalen Mills here, but that's not yeah, who I meant. No, uh, I would not give up. In, I would not give up two well. number
2: ones for Jalen Mills. <laughs> 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 the Goblin is not worth two number ones.
0: So who's the who's the trade for? Who's it's Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. Ramsey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you guys go up two ones for Jalen Ramsey?
1: I don't know if it's going to take two ones, is it? That's what they're asking for. I'd give a one one for sure. If you
2: you offer two number ones, I feel like you're definitely bidding against yourself. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think that there's anybody else that's going to offer that haul. I feel like if you've got a player that they kind of are interested in, if they want to, if they want one of our uh, offensive linemen that we've kind of got in the, in the pipeline, I might send like Jordan Malata and a, and a one there if they want a project. Um, I don't know that that would be kind of like the range I'd be in. Two number ones—that's that's expensive. But the thing that's interesting about how Howie wheels and deals is we could send two number ones now, but like he always finds a way to find number ones later. So uh, he did kind of like re—you uh, know—regather some of those number ones that uh, Chip had sent off to Miami and stuff. And uh, yeah, so it'd be interesting to see how we work it out. We, he would be a huge upgrade um, to have in the. Uh, the d- defensive secondary, right off the, right off the bat.
1: Yeah. Um. Do Do you want to do you have a talk about maybe some Phillies? Yeah, let's do it. They're winning four one. Bases loaded right now. If you guys need
0: enough. Talk about some Phillies? Well, I'm already looking uh, towards next season. I'm sorry, I've uh, yeah. I've kind of thrown in the towel on the season a little bit. I'll keep I'll keep one eye on them, but uh, I've kind of thrown in the towel. So looking towards next year. Uh, what what kind of Jake Arietta should we expect?
1: You know, he's he had a simple bone spur and loose bodies. That that's not a major surgery. That's not a um, Tommy John type surgery. So, you know, I, I wouldn't. You know, you see baseball all the time these these retreads, these guys in one year deals. You know, pitchers and got, I mean, geez, look at Bartolo Colon. Um, you know, I, I think you can get a pretty serviceable from a health standpoint. Jake Arietta, you know, from a poor you know, performance standpoint, you know, who knows? But you know, I don't think this elbow condition that he had is gonna be something that's gonna hold him back next year. How do you how do you get a bone spur?
0: Is it really just like a little bone growth coming extra?
1: No, it's uh you know, this is really where um being on TV comes in handy where I can do some motions like I did last time, but uh it's just the the force and the angle that you're you put your 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 elbow in during your follow through. Um creates a lot of um traction on the ligaments and it just kind of pulls chronically on a piece of bone and, and as a reaction to it you start to get some bony growth um inside the elbow with that you know just because that such so
0: it's sort of like pulling away and like the that tension kind of yeah. makes the bone grow in like a weird way
1: correct correct and then, and these guys are putting so much torque on their elbow at, at such a weird angle that the pretty much the elbow wasn't designed to do um repetitively a hundred times every five days and then you know some you know bullpen sessions in between it's going to pull you know and, and cause some bone spurs because the ligaments kind of tugging on that uh, that piece of bone which just as time goes on you know when you've been doing it as long as he's been doing it you know you're going to get some bone spurs and you know Cole Hamels had this um, I think five or six years ago you know this is pretty common with with pitchers um to go and get it cleaned out and removed. You know, so it's it's a pretty you know, low risk procedure from my you know my point of view. Um, there's a lot worse things you can have as a pitcher uh, and, and I don't think this is one of them
2: so when 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 pitchers report this, do they it seemed like he was trying to to play through it Is it the kind of thing that if you've rested for five days, you may not be having severe pain, but then once you start getting through like that second third time through the lineup, are you starting to is it really a, just impossible to to kind of continue to do the motion because uh, it seemed like he was able to start games, but like just could not couldn't didn't have any stamina. You know that his, his, his right. he just couldn't couldn't get get the arm going.
1: Yeah, no, there, it's certainly. Um, I think the amount of bullets you have in the chamber with something like that, you know, especially, I think he had a pretty significant case of it. Um, and, and frankly, I, I think he's you know he's a pretty tough dude for for pitching through it. Um, and I'm surprised he was able to do it for as long as he was able to do it. Um, but, yeah, it's certainly, you know, the, the wear and tear and the aggravation kind of builds itself up as uh, with each passing an inning and, and going around the second or third time in the lineup. You know, So, so he, he, he tried his best, and, and um, I think he got it to 70 pitches, and you can kind of tell, you, you know, you really tail off. And he got to a point, he, just, he, he just didn't have it. He, he kind of had to take himself out, and I think that was the last thing he wanted to do.
0: Uh, how about Kutch for next season? Yeah. Maybe a hundred percent.
1: Yeah. So, um, I think he'll be good. I think he, he's going to be a guy that's gonna, you know, it's going to be nine to 12 months for that type of injury. Everything I see is it's just, you know, I don't want to say just an ACL tear, but, um, you know, <laughs> it's cause it's pretty significant injury, but if it was just an isolated ACL tear and there's no meniscus tear and, um, and, and no other knee damage, I, I think he, He's a pretty athletic guy i think he has a good body type and build that he, he should recover pretty well he's not like a, you know if it was ryan howard you know i think we're, we're dealing with a different story with it you know he's a big guy but you know you know kutch is a pretty athletic guy good build you know it sounds like it was just a clean acl tear that i, I think he'll do fine it's you know nine or twelve months barring any setbacks um the one thing that did concern me with him is I think they had a delay of surgery by ten days or so because um, he had a lot of swelling and a lot of stiffness in that knee that they had to wait um, to get surgery. Um, so sometimes that can cause a lot of scar tissue and cause a little bit longer of a rehab, uh, which hopefully is not the case. But it wasn't too long, but it's still there was a little bit of a delay by seven or ten days to get surgery because of that um, the amount of swelling that he had and, and the amount of stiffness that he had. So. Hopefully, that doesn't cause any issues post operatively for him.
0: Hmm. Are there any Phillies that you are worried about on the injury front?
1: Um, Well, let's see. Or who else is injured? Let's I see. mean, there's a lot to pick. Uh, for they're they're, they're bullpen guys. Yeah, um, Robertson, you know, Dominguez. And- if the I don't know what, what's up there. Is he getting Tommy John or what's the deal there? I I don't even know what's the latest. They were
2: saying that he was, and then they were saying that he, he got a second opinion or something. And they, they kind of Uh, pulled back off of that or something.
0: As a fan, I always say, just get the Tommy
1: John. Yeah. But you know what? I will remind you, uh, Aaron was, was, um, he didn't get the Tommy John either. He got PRP in the elbow and, and knock on wood the last two seasons. He's been, he's been pretty healthy where he, he could have been a, Cause I think he was out one season where, you know, he missed the last three months of the year yeah. and then going in the off season, it was kind of, you know, here are your mm-hmm. options. And, you know, he didn't go the Tommy John route. He decided to get that platelet rich plasma route and um, that really has helped him out pretty good. Um, so he's done well and, and he kind of avoided Cause if he would have got Tommy John, he would have missed the whole following season, which I think it was a year he actually did pretty, pretty darn well. Yeah. Um, but that's always a tough decision. You know, that, that's a tough route to go um but i think dominguez he may have had prp i just don't know if he responded as well to it uh
0: with cory dickerson i mean cory dickerson may not be with the team next year but i mean would he bro- he broke his foot right he had a ball a foul ball off his foot yeah Yeah.
1: Well, saves our playthrough last year so you know what it's crunch time yeah. we gotta get <laughs> <there, you> Now <laughs> no, it's uh you know he's he'll, he'll probably probably be all right just like tim jernigan's you know he'll, he'll be back and four or six weeks to hopefully sack some
2: quarterbacks. All right. Well, um, that's all I had Gene. Do you have anything else for the, today? The only other thing I wanted to ask was with all of these it seems like the, the Eagles trend has been a lot of lower body injuries if if maybe uh you know if if we had any, do you have any advice to, to give to Jug to to kind of strengthen the the Eagles uh, lower bodies or to to avoid these sorts of things or is it Good just question. is it just a, a, f- a fluky <laughs> thing uh, that they, they just have their, that their legs are just going?
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Um, I, I'm sure they're doing all the things they need to be doing. Um, I, I don't know if it's a training camp, how they're, you know, if they're playing, if they're having too much contact or not enough contact. Should they be playing preseason? You know, you, you could debate that all that all that all night. Um, I don't know what the answer is. Um, I'm sure they're all on on programs that are pretty standard across the board across the nfl you know sometimes you're just snake bitten and it's just bad luck and it's just it's just the way that you know cookie crumbles here at this point so um i don't know if i have any particular advice to doug you know maybe i mean from a fan perspective i would like to see these guys play a little bit more in preseason because you know game action's a whole heck of a lot different than than practice uh, just the speed and the intensity and the reaction time so Maybe that has something to do with it. I don't know. Um, but, you know, I would like to see these guys get a little bit more acclimated physically, you know, in game action.
0: It does seem to make a difference. I mean, it it, it, it was clearly visible in game one that they were the out of sorts. And if, you know, their body's not used to coming back and playing, you know, the, the next week at that level, at that volume. Um, I mean, I don't know. Maybe there is something yeah. there to that. Well,
1: you just don't wake up and run a, you know, 26-mile marathon. So unless, you know, if you do, you're going to get hurt. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Okay. Well, Dr. Keith Heck, thank
0: you for being on the show. We, we love talking to you. Uh, We hate, when you have to come on though. It uh, usually <laughs> I know. means that some of yeah, our favorite players are out.
1: There was a long list and uh, I enjoy coming on, but yeah, there was a long list of injuries here in Philadelphia, which is, uh, yeah, it's never good to have me on. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, hopefully we won't talk to you for a while, but, uh, but
0: again, thanks for coming on. And uh, everybody, thanks for joining us for a quick little bonus injury episode. Uh, and we'll see you back again on Monday. Have a great day at work. We are out of here.